Hello, friends. It's a great day on the podcast. I am Becky and so excited to be launching Season 2 of Rooted in God's Word. This season is all about courageous pioneer women. And yes, that is you. You were created to make a difference in this world and to pave the way for others. This podcast season, I am interviewing women just like you who are consumed with the call of God on their lives and are learning to quickly obey God and go wherever He tells them to go. I am praying this conversation encourages you and plants a little of the pioneering spirit inside of you. Are you ready? Here we go. and welcome to today's episode. I am so thrilled to have my friend Jane Poley here. And she she is part of this Bible study, uh, Courageous Pioneers. She did the artwork for it. And I know she'll be telling us a whole lot more about it. It just was so fun to team up with you, Jane. Welcome. Thank you. I'm so excited that we get to do this together. And thanks for including me. And it's an honor. Just great to have you. Hey, why don't we just start with you telling us just a little bit about yourself? Well, I am I'm a pastor's wife uh, for 34 years. I am a grandmother of four beautiful grandchildren, so much better than parenting, I have to say. And I'm a, a registered nurse. I have written a few things and, and I'm an artist. That's it in a nutshell. And I know we'll hear more details about all of that when you get into your story, but I just want to start off. You, you've actually had a, a probably more hands-on experience with the Bible study than, than a lot of other women, because you got to preview it, to get a feel for it, for your drawings. When you hear the words courageous pioneer woman, what, what comes to mind? You know, what comes to mind is someone who's willing to step out in faith, who's able to do it afraid, you know, and when they hear from God, they are not, they're not thinking about whether they're going to be successful or not. They're just going to be obedient. That's what I think of with courageous pioneers. I love that. I love that. That is just key that, you know, the obedience part and the, just the willing, the willing heart part. So we did four women in this Bible study, Sarah, Esther, Hannah, Deborah, which one or ones are your favorite? Well, I love them all because I just think it's really cool how God uses women to um, bring about the Messiah and to bring about his plan. And at different phases in my life, I've resonated with each of them. But I would have to say my overall favorite is Hannah. The reason is because she is a prayer warrior. She really sacrificed and brought everything to the Lord in prayer. And I was called to be a prayer warrior when I was 16. So that really resonates with me. I love that. I mean, okay. So I know, you know, we're getting into a little bit of your story, but just elaborate on that. You were called to be a prayer warrior at 16. I mean, even that obedience or hearing that at 16, just fill us in. What was that like? Well, it's kind of funny. I look back on it now and kind of chuckle, but at the, at the time that it happened, that the Lord spoke to, spoke that to me, I was actually a little bit offended, believe it or not, because I wanted to be like this missionary speaker, you know, I really wanted to 
just set the world on flame. You know what I mean? And, um, <laughs> and, and then the, you know, prayer warrior, there is no money attached to that. You know what I'm saying? Like that is not a career move. Mm-hmm. So, so I was actually kind of at first disappointed or feeling like, wow, Lord, is that all I'm capable of? And then the Lord started showing me how important prayer is and how that's seen as a super important role in the kingdom. And yes, it doesn't go along with the world's definition of success and fame, but um, it is so much more vital than people realize. And God uses prayer warriors to change the world. So, you know, it's taken me a few years to get to that place where I find it an honor. I know. I have had the pleasure of having lunch with Jane just a few times, and and I'm a little older than her, but we we have recognized that God is just amazing in the seasons of a woman's life. You know, just in your bio, you mentioned all kinds of stuff from, you know, we heard the call of God at 16, married, pastor, nursing, artist. Okay, tell us a little bit about your story. Well, uh, you know, like I said, I was called to be a prayer warrior at 16. I considered that my primary role, my primary calling. And then at 17, I also felt the Lord call me to be a pastor's wife. And again, I wasn't thrilled with that calling, you know, because I'm like, Lord, that is like not my own thing, you know, that connects me with someone else. And again, there's no pay to be a pastor's wife. So um, I was like, are you calling me to be poor? What, what's happening? You know? So anyway, <laughs> um, um, but again, it's been the biggest blessing of my life. I married very young. I was 18 when I got married and I don't recommend that for everybody, but it has worked for me and um, it's been a joy. I love my husband more now today than ever before. And again, it's been 34 years and we just have a wonderful life. I'm very blessed. I'm so thankful. And Um, I've had different calls or different opportunities or roles throughout my life, but my calling has stayed the same at the, at the core, I'm a prayer warrior and a pastor's wife, but, uh, I've had different opportunities and roles. And I just see that as, um, assignments for my calling. So at one point I've been a preschool teacher. Um, I was even a house cleaner for a while. Um, of course, a stay at home mom. And then I uh, went back to school and became a registered nurse. And that was very challenging and, and rewarding. And then I was, and I'm a credentialed pastor. So I was a pastor on staff at a church full time for a while. And now I am, you know, and then um, kind of felt called into um, writing. So I did some writing. And now I feel like I have the assignment of art and I'm trying to do this full time. Um, but of course, all the other little things in my life are still there and still play a part. Wow. So many ways God has led you. And, and how does that work in your life? You know, you feel an impression, you hear a voice. How do you take those first steps? When do you dare to do that? How has it worked for you? I think that is the challenge of your walk with the Lord is like, how do you hear his voice? And is it his voice or is it your will? You know, is it the spirit or the flesh? And I would say that that's part of your prayer journey, you know, and of course that goes back to me being a prayer warrior. So I feel like in prayer, 
I have learned to distinguish most of the time God's voice versus my own desires. And I use prayer and Bible study. So I, I loved, uh, I love the book. Um, one of the most impactful books besides the Bible was experiencing God by Blackaby. I don't know if you've read that one. It's very old. It's been around forever. And it had a lot of impact with me. And it talks about five ways to hear God's voice. One is through prayer and the spirit on um, the other is through the Bible. The other is through sermons. The other is through godly mentors and wise people of God. And the other is through circumstances. And when all five of those line up, you know that that is a direct um, direction from the Lord. And so, and then to just join God and what he's already blessing and the doors he's opening, you know, that is also a big part of distinguishing God's voice. That is the part I remember the most about that experiencing God is that God is at work and we can join him. We can join him where he's already working. That that's amazing that we get to step into that adventure with him. How is this whole art thing come about the whole drawing thing? I mean, it, it just seems like she's in ministry, she's nursing and where did you always have this gifting of art or what's up with that? You know, I fell in love with art in junior high. So my, I just took an art class because you have to take an elective. I said, this sounds easy. So I I chose the art class and my teacher was like, Hey, you know, I think there's some talent here. Um, Would you be interested in some private lessons? So I took some private lessons from her and uh, just really just fell in love, you know, just some of the simple things she taught me really opened my eyes. And so all through school, you know, junior high and high school, I made sure I took as many art classes as I could. And I just, just really loved it. Um, And in high school, you know, the art teachers would, you know, sneakily put my um, drawings and paintings into contests and sometimes they would win and stuff. So um, I actually had one painting get stolen. Um, so they were like, Hey, you, you take that as a compliment, you know, <laughs> um, you know, life gets in the way. And, you know, I, I was told you can't make a living at art. And I truly believed that at the time. So I didn't pursue it as a career. I just did it as a hobby for many, many years. And then it wasn't until December of 2020 that I felt the Lord say, you know what, I'm releasing you to do this full time. And I want you to just take a year and just cultivate. He gave me that word for the year was cultivate for 2021. And I interpreted that and received that as this is a year to just invest a lot of time and effort and grow your skills and just uh, really explore this. And so I, I did, I took this whole year and have really just kind of dived in full time. And of course I'm still working part-time as a nurse to kind of get some extra money in and pay for some of the expenses and all of that. But Mm -hmm. I have thoroughly enjoyed it. And I, I love seeing how, you know, talent is about 10% of art and then 90% is the effort, you know, and uh, just like if you're going to write or music, you may have some talent, but you got to put in the effort and grow your skills. When I think of Courageous Pioneer, and when I think of making a difference in people's lives, 
this whole art piece for you is inspiring to me because it is like doing something that you really enjoy, not necessarily for the money, but I feel like you are just inspiring other women to go after those sorts of things, you know, to just, do you have something you love to do? Is it, you want to make it more than a hobby? And just to think of the possibilities of how this could encourage another woman. I, I love that. I think, I feel like you're really making a difference. It's just that inspiration. Are the women coming to you and going, wow, if she can do it, I can do this. Yeah, I've actually had a, a really large number of women saying, hey, you, what you're doing is inspiring me. You know, I'm rooting for you, but it's also making me feel like I can step out and, and try this too, or try, you know, try whatever creative pursuit that they're working on. And so that's been awesome. And yeah, I do feel like this art, this whole art thing is more than just trying to get a third career or whatever. Um, I feel like this is also an assignment from the Lord where I am um, tasked with portraying his creation in a, in a slightly different way and giving glory to him for his creation. Also, all of my proceeds, whatever proceeds I, I do after my expenses, just a little bit of fun money is going to kingdom builders for missions. So I have high hopes that this will become a good funding revenue for kingdom builders. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Hey, one of the things I did before this interview was sent you some of my favorite Mark Batterson quotes. And I just said, Jane, or, you know, which one is your favorite? And you chose this. I'm going to read it. And then I just want you to share why this just struck home with you. Mark Batterson writes in his book, All In. When did we start believing that God wants to send us to safe places to do easy things, that faithfulness is holding the fort, that playing it safe is safe, that there is any greater privilege than sacrifice, that radical is anything but normal. Jesus didn't die to keep us safe. He died to make us dangerous. Faithfulness is not holding the fort. It's storming the gates of hell. Oh, well, first of all, I love Mark Batterson, and I think he is so good at challenging and um, building up your faith. I love that quote because I, I do think that whenever you have a call from God, it's not going to be easy, and it might be hard. It might be scary, and I think it's important to understand that hard does not equal bad, but I think, I think hard can be a refining process, a faith building process, a process where you die to yourself. And I, I feel like if we're going through life very, um, without any bumps, without any challenges, maybe we're not stepping out in faith enough. Maybe we need to do a little bit of prayer and ask God, what are you asking of me? Because we live in a fallen world. And, you know, if you read John 17, you know that, mm -hmm. that uh, he's going to protect us, but it's not going to be easy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so good. When I think of the seasons of my life and when I have felt like God has put me in a position, something new, I have been totally unequipped for that. And, and I'm kind of like, why would you call me to do that? I mean, that's so stretching. That's so way out there. But I, I just sense that 
that just makes me rely so much on him. Like I have to go to him. And if you think about it, it might not be a God adventure if I can do it all in my own strength. Like <laughs> yeah, I, he wants us in those places where we have to totally depend on him. You know, I grew up, I grew up in a church that uh, had missionaries come and share their stories all the time. And I just, I just remember being wide eyed about, you know, like this is going to show my age, but when I was a little, little girl, Africa, places in Africa, there were still headhunters out there. You know, there were people who killed missionaries and today where missionaries are out there, you know, risking their lives. And I just remember thinking, I want to be like that for you, Lord. I want to be willing to risk my life for you and to spread your, your good news. Yeah, me too. What's just one last thought of encouragement that you could give to our listener today? Maybe it's been a challenge that you've seen in your own life or just through your experience. How would you encourage our listener? Well, I would say no matter what phase or stage you are in your life, it's not about worldly success. It's about obedience to God and what he's called you to do. When you are in that sweet spot, you are making a difference for the Lord and for the world. And you are doing what you've been created to do. Cause, cause you know, we've been created first of all, to worship the Lord. And then as Christians, our call is to die to self and live for him. So, you know, we don't need to strive. We don't need to try to be famous or successful or, you know, make a lot of money. What we, what we should be doing And what I want to do is to be obedient to what he's called me to do, because that's when I'm going to be the most successful spiritually is when I'm obeying what he wants. So I don't need to strive. I just need to obey. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Listener, I hope you are just encouraged that you just take this to heart, that I just really know that God is speaking to so many of you and you just are like, really, Lord? Is, is that your voice? Am I hearing it? Jane and I just want to encourage you. There's a listener out there that's like, I can do it. Maybe she's the artist. Maybe she's the, the, the chef. Maybe I mean, who knows the desires that God has put into our hearts and the giftings that he's put into our hearts. And, and we just say, go for it, girl. Just, just go for it. So thank you so much, Jane, for yeah. being here. It was just a joy to have you. Thank you so much for all you do to encourage women for this great Bible study. I loved it. And I loved our time together. Thank you. Hey friend, are you looking for a new Bible study either for yourself or for a small group? Courageous Pioneers features four Bible women. Sarah pioneered a nation. Esther pioneered freedom. Hannah pioneered the fresh voice of God and Deborah pioneered leadership. These women marked and blazed the trail for you to follow. Be inspired and challenged to leave your comfortable spaces to follow God's voice and fulfill your God-given purposes. Follow the link to my website and be ready for a new God adventure.